Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name's Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog. We talk about all things dog. down well I think it gave you some really good advice um but it's actually yep. coming up uh, to bonfire night here on um in the UK it's actually just a few days away and actually believe it or not well you probably do believe it uh, for relax my dog it's the busiest time of year for us it's 4th of July and bonfire night and that's because of fireworks and yeah we here relax my dog are not be huge fans of fireworks just because of how um stressful it can be for animals but we're never going to get rid of them and there are ways that you can actually enjoy fireworks without it being detriment to your dog's happiness and health so this week leo and i are going to be um sharing with you some really important tips on how to keep your dog safe and happy during the fireworks season because we're not going to get rid of them it's what they're going to be going on all over the place aren't they so um it's really important for us to be there for our dogs and do things to lessen any sort of impacts that they have on them um yeah I mean I, I mean I I like bonfire night I don't know about you Leah yeah I I think I like the idea of bonfire night like going out you get like your it seems like winter's come around so fast this year like I feel like everyone it was like summer a week ago and now it's it's winter so but I am looking forward to getting like my jumpers on my coat my um woolly hat my gloves and I do love bonfire night for the fact that you get to go out more for the bonfire as opposed to the actual fireworks because it's like have a hot dog and it smells really nice and it's autumn and I love like the autumn my favorite time of year anyway and I do like bonfire night because like just the vibes of it I just love it it's fantastic yeah no I agree like the the warmth from the fire and then obviously fireworks go on for like what five minutes like it's not the um the main reason that I love bonfire night but yeah it is it is a nice time of year, I agree. Yeah, and it's also really nice, like, um, <laughs> I mentioned it a couple times, but, like, for kids, like, it's really, like, it's really fun. They've got all the lights and sounds, and it's just a really fun type of, time of year. And yeah. I mentioned last week with um, Halloween, it's the beginning of the festive season, so there's loads of really fun stuff for us. Uh, to, to And, and you, you can enjoy these things. You can enjoy bonfire night and have a dog. You've just got to be really vigilant, and you've got to really care about, what your dog's going through because it can be it can be really really scary and like I said like for us it relax my dog it's our busiest time of the year and it's also the time of year where dogs are most likely to go missing which is heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah so this week Lee and I will be sharing with you some um, some tips to hopefully help your dog through the fireworks season now to, first to kick it off um, avoid letting your dog outdoors at times when fireworks are likely to go off now this should be an obvious one but you never know so you know it might not be the kind of thing people think of but um take your dog for a nice long walk well before dark for most of the year it's against the law to set fireworks fireworks off after 11 p.m but this curfew is extended to midnight on bonfire night so try to tie your dog out before it gets dark and then take them out for final toilet walks once the fireworks have stopped if your dog is particularly scared of fireworks, you may want to feed them early on too. And if you have time, introduce these changes gradually over a few day, days so you don't suddenly disrupt your dog's routine. Like it says, we, we, I've said like, you know, it, it's till midnight, but you, you just know that some of those kids out there, that they'll be going all night. So 
even taking them out after midnight might not be the best idea like get probably get it done beforehand and then let your dog sort of stay in and maybe give them an early night or something like that yeah I feel like it'd be like a not really unideal situation if you know fireworks going off and your dog is at the back door wanting to go out and it's like we you're like oh well I can't really let you out now because there's fireworks going off but you just need to be prepared for making sure your dog goes to the toilet and does everything that they need to do and gets all the energy burnt beforehand Mm-hmm. Um, I... uh, and the next one is to create a safe place inside your home for your dog to hide from fireworks so a table draped with a blanket is a great retreat um, or if your dog is used to being in a crate cover it and leave it open uh, with blankets inside obviously don't lock your dog in the crate as this can be even more stressful for them but just give the option dog options of where they can choose to hide and just give them um, different places within the house where they can go if they if they feel the need to yeah yeah I mean that's probably one of the kindest things you can do um, because you can actually control that environment enough that your dog can be comfortable when it comes to stuff like that plus it's always really nice to be cozy on nights like that isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. next is the sudden bang of fireworks can be masked by keeping on radio or tv and can reduce the impact noises you make that may have on your pet now like I've mentioned already this is a busy time for us uh, here at Relax My Dog. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, you might you might not be aware, but actually the primary thing that Relax My Dog does is make relaxing music and TV for dogs. Um, and this can be really, really useful um, at, at this time of year. Now, I know that Classic FM have started like cluing themselves in on Bonfire Night and putting on relaxing music for animals on Bonfire Night. But we were there first and we do it the best. So <laughs> uh, tune into our YouTube or we're on Spotify as well. So, you know, we, we even have like playlists and songs that are specifically for these nights. Uh, don't ask me how it works. I don't know the science behind it, but we just know that it works because, you know, that's what we do. We're, that's what we're really good at. So classical music will help calm your dog down in general and music with quiet uh, H4 bass will be ideal for masking bangs when played at volume that your dog is happy with. So yeah, go. I mean, there'll be links and everything in the show notes to all our stuff. Um, and if you've got a dog that likes watching TV, we also do dog TV, which um, will not only help keep them calm, but hopefully like distract them as well from like all the noises and bangs and stuff. So go and check it out. Obviously, we're going to pimp ourselves uh, on the busiest night of, a, of the year, things, but it really works. Like I have to say, like I used to relax my cat for my cat when I first got it and she was out like a light it was amazing yeah and obviously like there's a reason why we're the busiest this is the busiest time of year because everyone comes to us for um this sort of thing so mm-hmm. yeah just just um just follow along and yeah. and you'll uh, you'll see how it works on bonfire night 100% like, and you know you can get it for free on youtube there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, now the next one is one that I think goes well along with um having some sort of other sound going on in the house to distract your dog from it and that is to always draw the curtains or cover the windows to minimize the lights from the fireworks obviously i think it's one thing getting rid of the sound but it's also getting rid of the flashing that you could that you're going to be able to see through the windows as well which can be quite scary for dogs i know that a lot of dogs are scared of things like lightning and thunder and you can always get rid of the sound but sometimes the the visuals can be quite distressing for your dogs as well mm. um so make sure that you're leaving the lights on indoors to reduce the impact of the flashes as well. So even if they are coming through the curtains, at least you won't be able the dog won't be able to to distinguish what's exactly going on outside. Yeah, I think um, things like curtains and stuff are going to be your best friend when it comes to this particular night. Um, so yeah, and and it'll work. It really like it really well. Your dog, if your dog can't hear or see it, um, 
will hopefully help them keep nice and quiet and calm, poor things. Yeah. Um, next is don't confine your dog to one room as they may hurt themselves trying to get out, particularly if they become stressed. Now, dogs uh, may also be most comfortable curled up in their usual spot with you rather than de a designated safe space. So allow them access to all safe areas of the house. Now, with this one, I think with some dogs, the little like safe area for them might work. Like some dogs might just want to be by themselves and might really uh, benefit from being somewhere that is completely theirs, away from distract distractions. And, you know, just make sure that you like go in and check on them periodically to make sure they're okay. Some dogs might absolutely hate being um, shut away by themselves. So if that's your kind of dog, making them a safe space isn't going to work, but it should work for other kinds of dogs as well. Like we say all the time when it comes to stuff like this, just know your dog, like you know your dog really well. So if you know your dog is going to love its own little room, it's nice and quiet, nice and cozy, got a little bit of music on, then go for it. But if your dog's not going to respond to that, don't even try. Like you just got to really do what's going to be best for your dog. Yeah, I think that's the same with a lot of them. Like you know your dog the best, like you know how they react to, to these things. So mm -hmm. just recognise that and do just do exactly what your dog wants. It's such a stressful time for them. So if you can help them that little bit more, then um, it's always worth it, isn't it? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, and the next one is to make sure that your dogs are microchipped and um, that your microchip details are up to date. Now, obviously, in the worst case scenario, any dog that does get out or run away from home while the fireworks are going off uh, can be reunited with its owner much more easily if they have been microchipped. Microchipping your dog is now a legal requirement as of April 2016. So you should be doing this anyway, but just make sure that all of your details are up to date um so that if this does happen which hopefully it doesn't hopefully there's a lot of other precautions that you're going for um to stop this from happening but if it does happen at least you know that you're um you've done everything you can to to be mm. able to get your dog back yeah absolutely i mean we mentioned this on the halloween episode as well like it's it's law for your dog to be microchipped and i did and especially if you've moved just make sure they're up to date it's the easiest easiest thing you can do to make sure that your dog can can be um returned to you if they do get out unfortunately yeah so next if your dog could see that fireworks have no effects on you this may help decrease their anxiety now animals are highly perceptive and will notice if you're behaving unusually following your dog around or being um overly affectionate may cause them to feel nervous or confused you can still reassure your pet by playing with their favorite toy for example but try to behave as normally as possible the more you change your behavior the more anxious your dog may become like animals are so perceptive to our moods like if you're agitated if you're angry then they pick up on it so so quickly and you probably notice it with your dog like if you're particularly stressed over something like work or something completely out of anything to do with the dog your dog might respond to that and like either give you a bit more attention or like start misbehaving so if you're going to be like projecting your anxiety on on them having anxiety it's not going to be a good mix like you really need to sort of chill out yourself and your dog will chill out too yeah exactly i agree all things <laughs> i know mm -hmm. um next one is to make sure that your home and garden are escape proof or as possible so make sure that all doors and windows are closed firmly if possible make sure your dog doesn't have access to doors that lead outside especially when people are coming in and out of the house especially if you're I don't know doing the fireworks or whatever you're going to be coming out in and out all the time mm -hmm. to to go and see them or to go and um, do them or whatever um, secure any escape routes in your garden just in case and make sure that everyone in the house knows that they need to be quick opening closing external doors um, it might be a good idea you know like you can get like baby gates and stuff like that yeah. maybe fit some of those so that there's almost like two doors that the dog will have to get through to be mm -hmm. able to get out 
um, just to to add to the or to stop the dog from being able to get out. Yeah, we did that with them when we first got our cat. So, so we've had we've had Fix for a couple of months now. And the first couple of days that we had her, we kept her in my my husband's bedroom and an ensuite. And rather than sort of shutting her in, you can actually get these on Amazon and they're really, really good and they're really cheap. Actually, I think it was about 12, 15 pounds. And it's like a like a mesh curtain that you put onto the outside of your door and it's got a zip in it so that you can have your door open, but they can't get out. And like you can get out by unzipping it and walking through it and that kind of thing. And they are so, so effective. Okay. Yeah. Now, even if you just get one for like your front door or whatever door that your dog might try and get out of, you can ha- you can have the doors opening and closing, but they can't get out. And it's actually really inexpensive and really, really effective. Um, I didn't know these existed until a couple of months ago <laughs> when I got them. And yeah. yeah, like really, really good. And like you've got cats as well. Like we've got a couple on the window window it means cold now so but like when it was a bit warmer we had them on the window so that we could have the cat in and still have the windows open and knowing that she wasn't going to be escaping so it might even be worth like investing in that kind of thing and like I said I got mine from Amazon and it was like 12 quid it was really really good yeah yeah that is yeah I'm not sure what she's like with fireworks because I've never I've not had her long enough but she's not allowed outside anyway because she's got some medical issues means that she she has to be an indoor cat so we have to be hyper vigilant anyway so if you're just like used to Mm -hmm. being in that mindset it's going to do you're going to your dog's going to be fine it's not going to escape so there we go look into it I wasn't that's not an ad I'm not sponsored (laughs) it's just a a really really good thing that we found out so Uh, next is to provide your dogs with long-lasting chew toys to help keep them distracted now you can buy all sorts of things you can either get them online you can get them in vets you can get them in pet stores Uh, for example things like pedigree jumbone from the shop um you know any sort of shops for your dogs to enjoy it can also help keep dogs in kennels calm um by getting the same things and they last they just last for a really long time your dog is distracted enough and you can get things like kong toys as well which can feel full of treats if your dog's distracted if your dog is particularly food orientated like this is going to be like a real lifesaver for you because they're going to be like so distracted with something they're going to be really enjoying it might just be the only thing that you need to do so if that's your kind of dog look into getting something like that yeah especially if you get like you get them only ever like once in a while it means that whenever they do get it, like they save for that time, and they'll they'll honestly they'll be with it for for hours on end. So, <laughs> lifesaver, like it's like mm-hmm. when you give a kid like a new toy. You know, they say if you go on a long haul plane, give them a new toy every every few hours, and they they can just keep themselves distracted. It's literally <laughs> the same thing as that. Just try and distract them for as long as possible, and then you're safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah sometimes dogs and kids are like the same thing like literally you new especially if it's got treats or food in it they're gonna be fine <laughs> yeah, exactly okay, and now the last one is that if your dog is extremely stressed by fireworks and um, after following our advice you may want to consult your vet now this is obviously like the very very like extreme level mm-hmm. if your dog is absolutely petrified of fireworks which is understandable but there are a lot of things that you can do to try and minimize these and if you've tried everything and the dog still is really really scared um, a vet might be able to provide any sort of medication to help reduce your pet's anxiety however any um medicinal treatment should always be accompanied by a behavioral management plan so it's not going to save the day you're not going to buy something that's going to completely take this away from from um your dog or from the evening of bonfire mm. night but um the, the vet might even be able to add some more advice that's particular for your dog that might actually help um 
to help you during this time. So maybe it might not be medication, it might be something else. So if you are noticing your dog is honestly so, so scared, then that might be a good visit to the vets, might do do a world of good. Yeah, I think especially if you have like a rescue dog, especially a dog like that might have been like had a really bad upbringing or got shouted at a lot, you know, when it when it was younger or lots of um, big noises meant that, you know, they got hurt or whatever. Like desensitizing and doing these sort of things with with that dog might not work at all because it's already sort of deep ingrained in their in their personality and the way that they see the world that they get scared by stuff like that. And it's something that you you can't train out of them easily. So you might have to go down the route of medication or you can, you know, behavioural uh, management. You can get things like, um, what's the what's the dog version of Feliway? Oh, uh, Adaptil. You can get things like that. And that they might work too. It depends. I think they they work on 50% of, of animals. But, you know, you really need to take into consideration the health and happiness of your dog. If you do have a dog like that, don't be afraid to, try to give them medication because you're just doing it for 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 their for their good and you're doing it so that they're going to be okay it's not okay to let them live through something like that like bonfire night and they're going to be absolutely petrified just because you don't want to give yeah them like it's just you have to do the kindest thing for your dog um and if that's the kindest thing then you're going to have to do that and it's not it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing putting your dog on medication for that kind of thing because thankfully we live in a world where that's an option which is great <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so Hopefully those tips will help you this bonfire night. The bonfire night is just coming in a couple of days, 5th of November. Gosh, it's November already. That's mad. Oh, my God. Like I said, winter's just like, it's just here now. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so It'll be Christmas before we know it. Oh, my God. Um, I'm particularly uh, crazy about that because I'm, I've mentioned before, but I'm currently pregnant, but I'm due in February. So February's not even that far away now. <laughs> Gosh, that is insane. February, that's mad. Hopefully, yes, those tips can help you and your dog have a nice, calm bonfire night. We hope that you do enjoy bonfire night. Like Leah and I are big fans of of, um, of Red Fox night. We do like the, the bonfire, the smell, the food, that kind of thing. Um, but if these can just help you just with keeping your dog nice and happy, then Leah and I are going to be very happy too. So have a wonderful bonfire night and Leah and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.